0: As a matter of fact, I would say that selling is really a lot like romance. It's a lot like courtship. What you're looking to do is to attract people. And what you need to be able to do is engage them. Now, with the advisor, we need an opening script that engages their imagination, gives them a sense of urgency, lets them know that they should take action now. Now, let's take a look at the typical script that I hear when I role play in the coaching with managers. I typically hear something that sounds like, this is Bob Jones, Complex Director of Capital Investments. I wanna have a cup of coffee with you to discuss our firm. Now, I just wanna acknowledge that this may be the approach that you use. And if you track the number of yeses that you're getting and you're getting a satisfying result, I would not have you change it. But for many of you, the reality is that this approach is not working for you. First off, it lacks a headline, right? Like if you're listening to the news, they always first give you a headline. There's no hook. There's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing compelling. And there's no urgency at the end. So, again, nothing wrong, but there's not a whole lot that's right. Let me run by you a script that was used by one complex manager who was looking to recruit million-dollar-plus advisors who was using the first one that I gave you that sounds like, you know, this is Bob Jones, you know, complex director at Capital Investments. I would love to have a coffee with you to discuss our firm. And what it sounds like now was more like this. Serrano, we have a number of relationships in common. Senior management requested I give you a call. We're making major investments in this market to have the greatest concentration of top producers doing at least a million in production on our team. My name is Bob Jones. You might be familiar with me. I'm the complex manager at Capital Investments downtown. I want to go over the details of this initiative with you before the quarter closes. What tends to work best for you? Early morning or late in the day for a brief meeting? Okay, let's break this down. Let's dissect the key elements of this approach. You can always revise what I said. I want you to create your own. I want you to think of this as a training session. I'm here to push you. I'm here to get you to think more and differently about this subject so that you might find your ideal approach. I purposefully don't open with my name. But leave that to the end to force the person to pay attention as they wait to see who I am and where I'm from. When they pick up the phone, their first thought is, I wonder who's calling me. If I open with my name, they think, okay, so it's Bob Jones, who in the heck are you? When I say, I'm with Capital Investments, they think, okay, this is a recruiting call. At which point, they stop listening, and they're looking for the quickest opportunity to get off the phone. They're no longer hearing what I'm saying. So I purposefully don't open with my name. I don't even open with my firm. I leave that to the end to force them to pay attention, to force them to listen to what I'm saying in order for them to hear who I am and where I'm calling from. The key thing is I don't say things that allow them to presume what the call is about and to presume whether or not they should be interested. I create mystery and a reason for them to focus and a barrier to them shutting me down by saying we have a number of relationships in common. They're wondering, who do they know that I know? Is it a friend? Is it a client? Is it a prospect? Senior management. I go on to say that senior management requested that I give you a call. They're thinking, who's senior management? Who in senior management suggested that I call you? Is it their senior management or mine? I don't know if this guy's from another company. Why would CM management request them to call me? I have news, a headline. It's the same way the Wall Street Journal starts out with a headline. The crux of the message and why it applies to them, why they're special, why they belong to this kind of group. The bottom line is that at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with saying, let's have a cup of coffee. There's just nothing new. There's no urgency. And candidly, there's no hook. If it's working, then that's great. But for those of you where you think that can be improved, clearly I've given you some very good pointers that could easily make your script more effective. By the way, when I say to them I want to go over the details, right, I didn't say what the details are, right? I'm allowing them to consider that this is perhaps more than just a recruiting call and that we need to meet face-to-face in order to see the details. I can't show you the details over the phone, right? You must remember that we're not trying to sell them on joining the firm. We're trying to sell them on seeing you. If you try to sell too far into the future, you will create unnecessary problems for yourself. Just remember that the only sale you need to concern yourself with is the step that is immediately in front of you, which means that you want to sell them on seeing you. That's it. They don't need to be, you know, all excited about it. They don't need to be ecstatic. They don't need to be 100% convinced. They just need to see you. Now, I also give them a reason for urgency that I do not attempt to explain over the call. I say I want to go over the details of this initiative before the quarter closes, before the quarter ends. I'm giving them some sense of timing. They might be thinking, why does it matter that it happens before the quarter ends? Is there something on the table that'll be off the table? What's so significant about the quarter? But remember, all this happens wicked fast. So they have all these questions. And I want them to have questions. And what I don't want to do is answer them over the phone. I specifically want them to meet with me. If you do not have any statement that explains why they should see you now, can you really blame them for putting it off or for not making this a priority? You must remember these are, busy, these are busy people, the ones that you want. They're busy. And I actually closed by giving them one of two options rather than just saying something like, I was hoping we could get together or even less effective. I was wondering if we could get together. I mean, with all due respect, you're busy. If someone was wondering or hoping, would you really take away time from your family to meet with somebody who was wondering or hoping? So I was wondering if we could get together. I was hoping we could get together. It's a little bit weak, right? That instead of something like that, you want to offer them specific options. Would it be better for you to meet for breakfast or maybe at the end of the day? So that way we give them a clear place to make a selection. Listen, as a trainer, it's my job to have you take a look at your stroke and to see if there's a way to improve your stroke. I'm not looking to break you down or criticize you. That's not my point. I'm here to make you think about what you're doing, to examine the fine details, improve your stroke, and put you back on tour winning in the Masters. Okay, so great. We got through the gatekeeper. We gave a compelling presentation to the advisor. And of course, would you believe it? They still objected. Surprise, surprise.